Welcome to another informative episode of Alberta Doctors Digest, brought to you by the Alberta Medical Association. You've tuned in to one of the many stories from our online publication at add.albertadoctors.org. We're the flagship source of information and opinion of the Alberta Medical Association, advancing patient-centered quality care by advocating for and supporting physician leadership and wellness. Let's get started. Well, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Alberta Doctors Digest podcast brought to you by the Alberta Medical Association. As always, I'm your host, Editor-in-Chief Marvin Polis. For this episode, I'm in Calgary and I'm with Vera Krejcik. Dr. Vera Krejcik is a psychiatrist and we're here to talk about the socioeconomic determinants of health. But first, Vera, tell me what do you do? Yeah, I'm a psychiatrist working here in Calgary and I specialize in working with couples and families where there's comorbid, serious physical health and mental health conditions. So let's dive into some of the aspects of socioeconomic determinants of health. What are some of the things that you observe and what are some of the things that you really care about? My practice is biased toward working with couples and families and and really treating people within their social system rather than in isolation. And I find that to be particularly potent. I just find success in the psychotherapy endeavor to increase sort of many fold because you go from treating people in isolation where you don't really understand their context to treating them within their family system where you know and you see the level of support and you can kind of harness and build more support for those folks. And I find that that's a very potent method of treatment actually to keep people in their family system as they heal. I think part of what I'm hearing is that there are really differences in the social environments that that people are in. In some cases, people may have a lot of support with their uh, with their health challenges, whether it's physical health or mental health challenges. And others, they may not have as much support. So what sort of solutions can physicians bring into these sorts of discussions? You're absolutely right that some people have, I call it social capital. So they have a lot of people in their lives. They have a lot of, you know, finances and ways to ways to kind of feel supported uh, as they go through a, a health journey or a mental health, physical health, whatever it may be. But I think physicians should encourage, if they can, some more family involvement, you know, friend involvement, it really doesn't matter. But, you know, we might think that people feel supported, but often they don't. Um, And there's a lot of silence around illness, both physical and mental. So part of my work is just bringing everything out in the open and fostering that support openly because getting people out of the shadows, so to speak, and kind of building that beyond the relationship with you and the patient, you, patient, and their social support network, I just find to be particularly helpful. You mentioned getting things out in the open. So as a physician, that must be a bit of a challenge for some patients. How do you draw that out from people? I think the relate the safety begins kind of with, with me and the patient and me and the family. And so I think that naturally everything starts coming out once all parties involved feel safe with me. And that's that's sort of my job. And that's what I love. That's kind of what, what makes me makes me go to work every day. It feels great, right? Because you're, you're bringing people out. And I find once they get out, all those things come. It's a, it's a beautiful thing, actually. And then what do you do next? Well, you work it through. So you, I'm, I'm a specialist in cognitive behavioral therapy uh, with a mindfulness focus. So, hey, what are the thoughts? What are the emotions coming up? How does this feel in the body? And what are the urges, right? So I basically get all of that information and data out there and then we see okay how does that differ between me and my family members where do we kind of jive where do we have the same viewpoints so really within that model it naturally fits to just pull all of that data out 
Okay, so in closing, what words of encouragement, what words of advice might you have for other physicians? Yeah, I think the more you can get the family involved, the better. I mean, I know there's time constraints, but in my view, having more than one brain kind of taking in the data we give our patients is so powerful. Miscommunication goes way down and everyone just feels more safe in general. So get those families in there is my two cents for sure. Well, splendid. Thank you uh, for having me join you today and sharing all of these sage thoughts. My pleasure. Thanks again for tuning in to Alberta Doctors Digest, brought to you by the Alberta Medical Association. This has been just one of the many stories from the current issue of our online publication. You can read the entire publication at add.albertadoctors.org. See you next time.